Fierce Fan Media. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's just us again. Good luck figuring out which one's which, you know. <laughs> the smart one's Jax. <laughs> um, what are you drinking tonight? Um, whiskey and my Red Bull. Oof. Honey like Jack. Heartstopper. Um, just so everyone knows, it's not only gonna be me and Jules from now on. Um, Stacy, the political princess, uh, she's wrapping up her show this week. The other Stacy is gonna be gone for about three months um, because her daughter uh, is playing high school softball and they have games every Friday night, which is when we record. And then Erin isn't here tonight because she is coming to California next week um, and her wife took the night off to hang out with her. So you get uh, Julie and I who don't, I guess, have any prior commitments. Oh, which nothing. isn't true i just prioritize motherfuckers all right well it's true for me i'm free <laughs> <laughs> um oh, i am yeah. drinking harney lane um which is the winery that i'm a member at um they send zinfandel a lot and i actually i don't like zin but i do like theirs it's not sweet like other zinfandels so um i've been super busy i'm way behind on my deadline for my book and trying to get the house ready for people coming next week. So I didn't go to the store. So that is, I am drinking Zen again tonight um, from the Scottsdale Vineyard in Lodi. It's I'm good. not a Zinfandel fan either, but this one's I good. Can see if, I've only ever had a uh, boxed, like the cheap box, not the fancy boxes. Franzia. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Franzia. Yeah. I don't think it counts when we were just stealing it from mom when we were younger. Well, my friend, mom had a terrible taste of wine. Like, let's be real about it for a second. Like, what the fuck, man? Now that I drink wine, I know. Now that when I drink wine, like, mom be like, get the good stuff. And I'm like, Kendall Jackson is not the good stuff. (laughs) Sutter Holmes is not good. (laughs) (laughs) Right? The only good Sutter Home wine I've ever had is if you actually go to their winery and the stuff they serve on like reserve that's only there, that shit's good. But I've never met a Sutter home in a bottle out of Safeway that I've been like, this is this is the ticket right here. This is what I'm drinking. Nope. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, but we don't agree. Mom and I don't agree on beer either. Like Coors Light is not a thing I'm going to do. I think that's an older generation thing, though. We used to play when I was a kid, a slap bag it where you take the, the bag of Zinfandel and you drink as much of it as you can. It's a stupid thing you did when you were kids. And you throw it up in the air and you slap it down as hard as you can. Don't know the point of it. Don't know why we did it. It's called slap bag it with Zinfandel. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a, a hangover. Yeah. Okay. So we have a few topics to cover tonight. Um, let's get in to your questions first, and then we're going to tackle the LGBT bills that have been passing all over the country because um, I didn't want anyone to think I don't read your DMs or your messages. Of course I do. I just don't always, I haven't been good about responding because like I said, I've been behind on my deadlines and stuff. So um, Julie got some questions from Mindy, who is the Republican we had on here. I think she thinks they're gotcha questions, but they're not. So we're going to, we're going to run through those because I feel like her 
well, what about this? And what about that? I feel like a lot of us hear that in our everyday lives. So Mm -hmm. we're going to, we're going to talk about it right now. Go ahead, Mm -hmm. Jewel. So one of her questions, just in general, was what do we all think about the Biden administration? And if we talk about it, and I said only every week, (laughs) and I think everybody that listens, excuse me, to this podcast knows that, you know, nobody, it thinks that Biden's like some, you know, godsend and he's just the greatest thing ever, but he was a lesser of the two evils for all of us. So we'd much rather have him in office than uh, Trumpy Dump. I think this is also a good point because I think it really strikes the comparison between, well, at least the people on the left that I know, I'm not going to speak for everybody who's ever existed on the left and the people on the right is, well, especially because the right has changed so much in the last like, what, six years, seven years is I, I think you'd be really hard pressed to find any Democrat that was like, oh, yeah, I've been hoping for 15 years that Biden would run for president. He is the best politician. He is the best um, diplomat. He's just the greatest thing since he's the second coming of Jesus, like they do with Trump. I think Democrats, for the most part, have a healthier version of, yeah, he's fine. I I voted for him because I didn't want to face nuclear war if something like this came into Oh, Lincoln's there. Sorry. That's yeah. muted. It's okay. <laughs> so I, I think that's the big difference is we tend not to worship our politicians. Um, I think this, the closest thing you'll see to it is like AOC has a pretty hardcore following, but even if she was president, I don't think you'd be seeing Democrats flying flags with like her face on it or, mm-hmm. you know, getting into fist fights with people who disagree with her. Like at the end of the day, Everyone needs to stop treating, stop treating politicians like they're rock stars. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're, they're hired to work for you. You elect them. If they do a bad job, you replace them. Like this isn't, it's like a really shitty game of survivor. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, and I just, I, at least no one on this podcast, I think everyone's still comfortable with their vote for Biden, especially when we're facing a situation like we are now against, uh, Russia invading a sovereign nation, sitting on a pile of nuclear weapons. I don't think anyone, if they're being honest with themselves, Republicans too, if they're being truly honest with themselves, wants another hothead sitting on our pile of nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. Right. I just, I don't, I don't think that's. Two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> you, yeah. you learn that at a very young age. And, and I think that would make everybody nervous. I'd hope so. But listen, what? I don't agree. Biden pisses me off. The fact that we haven't gotten rid of that, um, that, and forgive me, because this came up right when we got on and started chit-chatting. I don't have the, the actual bill number in front of me. The fact that he hasn't gotten rid of that bill, um, like completely destroyed it because it was an executive order to separate kids from their parents at the border pisses me off. Like, I, I will admit when Biden does things that I don't like, I, I don't, I don't think he's perfect. I don't think he's infallible. Like I do think he has handled the Russia and Ukraine situation very, very well. It pisses me off that um, he's uh, that he's not making more of a stand against all these anti LGBTQIA bills that are coming up, that he's not making more of a public display of opposing them like that. Biden pisses me off. I just don't fear nuclear annihilation with him. Mm-hmm. 
Like he mm-hmm. hasn't canceled student loan debt. Like we had talked about and he hasn't even done a, he, he hasn't even done a revisionist plan of it. We're still sitting on our heels with universal health care. These are all progressive democratic policies that are considered moderate in the rest of the world. And Biden, Biden's not pushing for it because at the end of the day, Biden is a moderate. He's not even a progressive. Like he is always has been a moderate. And I think the country picked him because I don't think there's anyone in political office right now that's more in tune with empathy and loss and hurt because of the way he lost his family at a very young age. And I I think he does a good job of both sizing it and seeing both sides of the coin, even though I don't think there's anything in comparison right now. And let me be real fucking honest. I don't like the idea of anyone his age running a country where my son's going to have to pay for the repercussions of decisions made now. So no, I don't think Biden is fantastic, but it's better than the alternative. Mm-hmm. He's a lesser of the two evils, and that's exactly why he got elected. Do we want to see this? <laughs> Um, so one of one of the other questions was, which I I don't even know what she's talking about with this, talking about the bio labs that we have over in Ukraine and all of the Democrats whose kids make big money in Ukraine. What I, I don't even know what she's talking about when she's bringing that up. Um, I know that there was some con- some controversy with Biden and his son and stuff with Russia. And I don't know if, you know, the far right has created some type of conspiracy theory trying to highlight something like that. But I, I have, I have not researched it. We had this conversation right before I got on the podcast. So I didn't have time to like look into anything, but um, I really did. I just didn't know what she was talking about. I just okay. told her that I would ask. So the the right embraced Russian disinformation about U.S. bioweapons labs in Ukraine. So mm-hmm. the headline from Fox News states, bioweapon labs in Ukraine prove U.S. criminal activity, diplomat says. Um, so then Tucker Carlson, which we all loathe, um, he went on to go ahead and spread this disinformation, but it actually stems from Russia. Russian disinformation often begins with a speck of a fact, which is then twisted into a full-blown conspiracy theory. The technique makes it easier to spread and take root among co- the country's supporters. Note how quickly the party line uttered by the Russian foreign uh, ministry was embraced by Carlson. In this instance, Russia for years has been seeding the ground to claim that the United States set up biowarfare labs in Ukraine and other former Soviet republics. Then brief remarks by Victoria Nuland, the undersecretary of state for political affairs were twisted to provide confirmation of the disinformation program. Here are the facts. The Russian claims about Ukrainian labs bear the earmarks of the Soviets long run, long running campaign of false allegations that the United States used biological weapons. The KGB, for instance, in the early 1980s spread false claims that a US funded research project in Pakistan was sending killer mosquitoes into Afghanistan. After the Soviet Union collapsed, former officials admitted the fabrications, but Russian disinformation about biological weapons resumed again in earnest after Vladimir Putin took control in 1999, according to a 2021 article in the Non-Proliferation Review by Milton Littenberg of the University of Maryland. Littenberg says the effort is designed to distract from Russians' own biological weapons program, much as the Soviet Union tried to to spread fear in Pakistan, Russian officials and media outlets 
bit by bit have sought to raise questions about the U.S. labs in Ukraine and other former Soviet republics. In 2015, the Russian state-owned news channel, Rosia 24, aired an alarming one-hour report. Tens of thousands of pigs in Ukraine and Georgia were dying because of mysterious disease, and the reporter claimed U.S.-funded biological research facilities in those countries were to blame. This is an enhanced version of an earlier claim three years earlier. The then chief of Russia's Consumer Protection Agency accused Georgia of economic sabotage by introducing the African swine fever, ASF, virus to, to Russia. He pointed the finger at the establishment a year earlier in Georgia of the Richard Lugger Center for Public Health Research, named after a U.S. senator who led efforts to eliminate dangerous weapons in former Soviet states. The facility was the first in the region that met biosafety level three standards, meaning it was equipped to study serious or lethal human doses. Eventually, Russia leads a Russian officials alleged that ASF, which cured nearly 800,000 pigs in Russia and neighboring countries between 2014 and 2017, was developed in a Georgia lab, Georgia the country, not our state, with the aim of curtailing Russia's pork imports. The attacks on U.S.-funded labs in the region became even more pronounced after Britain in 2018 said the Russian government was responsible for the attempted killing of former Russian spy Sergei uh, Skripal via the nerve agent Novichok. I don't know. It's Russian. I can't say it. Here are specs of the here are the specs of the truth that Russian officials are using to spread their propaganda. The labs were initially funded by the Pentagon's Defense Threat Reduction Agency, otherwise known as DTRA, as part of its cooperative biological engagement program. And the labs do study African swine fever, but the aim is of preventing the spread, not enhancing it. All of those efforts are in line with the statement. Blah, 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 blah. Um, nevertheless, despite the consistent debunking, the Russia propaganda in the United States has bioweapon labs in the Ukraine has taken root, especially on the right with the hashtag US Biolabs trending on Twitter as the Twitter as the Russian invasion of Ukraine commenced. Would the Russian invasion of Ukraine be justified if it were for biodefense? Asked Robert Malone, a prominent vaccine skeptic on March 9th. Anyway, it's Russia propaganda that the right has bought into from Russian television and has started spreading it. Mm -hmm. If anyone is interested in actually reading that full article, because I'm not going to make everyone sit through it, it's on the Washington Post with the headline, How the Right Embraced Russian Disinformation About U.S. Bioweapons Labs in Ukraine. I mean, the punchline's in the title. Well, I don't know how people could even believe anything coming from Russia right now because they have shut down any of the real social media or broadcasting unless it benefits Russia. They've completely shut people out. They're taking people to fucking jail. It's an authoritarian over... regime. They run state TV. Yeah. I, I just couldn't even imagine, you know, because we do live somewhere where we have freedom of speech and, you know, freedom to, to think our own way, just being boxed in like that and only being able to give certain type of news and certain I know you know far right people would disagree with that that we we are controlled but we're really fucking not 
You know, nobody's going to come on our podcast and put us into jail because we're saying we don't love Biden. Well, here's the thing, too. Here's the thing that's interesting. The same group on the right that is constantly screaming that the left is all sheep and they believe everything that's spoon fed to them, spoon fed to them. I've never heard one original thought from any of them. They just regurgitate information that they have heard on the on Infowars, on Newsmax, on OAN, on Fox News. They're not they're not thinking for they're, they're applying zero critical thinking skills to any of it. It's simply just a regurgitation of things that already align with their confirmation bias. And it's right. fucking infuriating. There were, I sent you guys that TikTok. There's a whole swath now. So be ready for this because you can see it. You can see it in even Mindy's questions with the, well, what about our bioweapons labs in Ukraine? Shouldn't Putin be able to go after those? You're seeing it. They're already starting to take them down this road of the war in Ukraine isn't real, just like the mm-hmm. pandemic is not. It's all misinformation for us to, to gang up against Russia right down because trump is friends with putin like you can already see the groundwork being laid and Mm -hmm. these people are going to start saying they think it was shot in hollywood or or what or the ukrainians are attacking themselves to try and get us to go after russia like i can already see the groundwork mark my words mark my words i can already see the groundwork being laid for it talk about manipulating media in social media. Why do you think Mindy's regurgitating Tucker Carlson talking points about how it's Ukraine that's actually evil and we're in bed with Ukraine and Russia's trying to put a stop to it. They're just trying to protect themselves. Russia is. When the facts are, Ukraine is in bed with nobody. That's that's the problem. That's why they're getting around. Yeah. Right. That's their problem right now is they didn't pick a side. They're, 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 you know, Switzerland in the bat in the boyfriend, girlfriend, bad breakup right yep. now. And, and they're getting fucking hammered, mm-hmm. which it, it, it breaks my heart. The people in Ukraine, the stuff that I've seen, I wish they weren't in the middle how they are, but I think sending them, you know, what, 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 what is it, Jack's $14 billion yeah, in to, aid. to yeah. help. Yeah. In aid. You know, people, I remember, I don't know if it was last week, we were talking about that people are pissed off that we're not helping them. And then it's, we do help them and people, oh, well, you're in a conspiracy with them because you're helping them. Mm-hmm. Like, which one fucking is it? Like either we help them and we're in a conspiracy with them. We don't help them and we're pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, well, and I hate that. It's well, not about that. Well, and for lazy Americans that don't read any news outside of their little fucking bubble, the entire world is sending Ukraine aid right now. It's not just us. All of the NATO allies are trying. You know why? Because they can see the long game. They can see how this ends. And they know that if Russia eventually crosses one of his little fucking hairs into NATO territory, that's it. It's World War Three. That's it. There's no other option. So of course NATO is sending aid to Ukraine to try and push Russia back because that is the last thing they want. No one wants World War III. No no one of sound mind and body wants that scale of warfare. So the idea that, oh, well, America... No, the all of NATO is sending them shit. Germany, who after World War II and fucking 
good on you have been pacifists and we don't enter wars and like we're not fucking with all that because you all did enough damage for a lifetime they're right. like oh shit we need to help this country before it spreads to the rest of europe switzerland fucking switzerland is involved now <laughs> finland says switzerland have you ever heard of fucking finland being involved in anything like they're just out there doing whatever the fuck finnish people do i don't even know what ski fucking cut up ice i don't know i don't know like they're cut tulips no those are the danish like that so to say like well america's doing this grow up this is a worldwide mm. conflict at this point grow the fuck mm. up it is not just america it is nato and nato as an alliance means that when your alliance agrees the whole reason alliances work is because you do things in unison you do things right. together for the greatest impact so if our allies china sent them fucking aid China, Did like they it, really, yes, China's well, who knows what China's really up to, but yes, they said, yeah. but it's just like, when people say stuff like that, it's like, you're so lazy and ignorant read something outside of your bubble and realize, you know why it's not in those articles because it doesn't fit their narrative. The entire world right, right now is pushing back against Putin. It's not just us. Well, that's what I don't understand. Just last week we were talking about how everybody's on board with this because Ukraine is being bullied. They're getting hammered right now. They're, they're being hammered right now by a fight that they cannot possibly win. They can't honestly. win it. No, without and some assistance. So, exactly. So, so it was heartbreaking last week to talk about this and how Ukraine is just getting and their people are just getting hammered with you know, civilians dying and you know, maternity hospitals getting and bombed. Yeah, yeah, like horrible things happening. Everybody was like, fuck Putin, fuck Russia, let's send everybody there. And now we're helping them. And it's, oh, no, 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 no. You are in a conspiracy with them because, like, what the fuck do you want? And I'm glad we have a president like Biden in office right now to, you know, not really care about those conspiracy theories and do it anyways. Mm -hmm. Like I, in, and, and I know there's conspiracy theories, but Trump too, and he did what he did anyways, but this is for the better good. Remember how you felt 10 days ago when their, you know, schools are getting bombed. Their little old men in cars are getting ran over. Like that is why we're helping. Everybody wanted it clearly, in, including our administration Everybody needs to help Ukraine. And I'm glad that we are. I know, you know, because I'm not a part of NATO, we can't technically send troops, but we are sending money and things to We're help We're doing what them. we can without yes. entering the physical fight. Without, and without, like you said, as soon as we enter, it's World War III. If, as 100%. soon as our, our, our first tank or our first rifle crosses that line, we are in World War III. We are doing, by sending money, we're sending resources, without actually engaging with Russia and creating a bigger problem. And then who knows what would happen to Ukraine? Right. You know, and Russia. I don't want the innocent people in Russia no, to either. get hurt either. You I know, there's either. good people over there that are, and I know, you know, fucking TikTok, but fuck, I, I support TikTok because you can get real-time feed from real-time people talking about what is actually fucking going on. They are being controlled. And I think that um, they realize that they're being um, manipulated. You know, people are not stupid. People are smarter than you give them credit for. 
And I'm glad we're doing it. I wish we could do more. I understand why we can't. And I don't get why that's such a controversy. With well, people. I mean, you even have like, the we should Taliban be applauding. The we Taliban applauding. entered the chat and was like, oh, Russia's way out of line. The fucking Taliban <laughs> was like, yeah, this is really aggressive. It's not really fitting like our own personal like mantra here. And it's like the fucking Taliban. The other problem is that I'm trying to figure, like, find the best words to say this. The if you these people who who are now disagreeing when a week ago they were agreeing and now they they don't agree with it because their talking heads have told them no 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 see trump says it's still okay so it's okay so we're gonna we're gonna fall in line with that mm-hmm. what what their america has been so shielded from any type of look at the entire world you have how long have syrians been fleeing their country because of warfare that by the way we have an integral part of, we, we have a, a lot of blood on our hands for the biological warfare and the issues in Syria. You have Central America where people are trying to flee to America, taking the thousand mile trek up through Mexico to try and get in, into America. There's a lot of devastation upheaval around the entire globe right now. There are parts of the world that in the next five years are going to get so hot because of global warming, people are not going to be able to live in them. And you're going to see mass migrations on on a scale that we can't even comprehend. Americans, though, are so fucking shielded and, and so willfully, willfully ignorant that we were involved in a two decade long war, two decades, where there were soldiers who were fighting, who were deployed when I was deployed, that now their kids were fighting in the same war before we pulled out of Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And Americans were asked to sacrifice nothing, nothing for, glo- for, for a war that we were involved in for two decades. They put it all on the expense account. They didn't pay cash for it. Taxes didn't go up. Nothing changed for people back here. Nothing. And now sure. people are seeing an uptick in gasoline prices. People are seeing that it's more, and listen, I'm not hating on people who are complaining about gas prices. I, I, I know the privilege I live in that me having to pay more to get to work doesn't mean I won't be able to feed my family or pay right. my rent or, or right. I, I don't have to make choices between childcare and gas. So I'm not saying that like, oh, boo hoo, no one fucking cares, like blah, blah, blah. I, I get it. I, I'm lucky that I'm not in that situation and that this is, this is putting the hurt on people. All I'm saying is maybe do, do some research and focus your frustrations on Exxon and Mobil and Chevron who are, are claiming $9 billion in profits in one quarter of the fiscal year because they refuse their, their price gouging because supply, because of supply and demand. And we can talk about, it's never black and white, right? There's everything usually lives in a gray and there's a million different reasons that gas prices have gone up, but Republicans, I'm only going to say this one more time on here. It's not because of Joe Biden presidents. I don't care if you're Biden, Trump, Bush, Clinton, Ford, uh, fucking, whoever pick what Nixon, they do not control the free market. That is the entire concept of capitalism, which you're also fucking addicted to. They don't control the market. They have zero influence over the prices that are being charged. 
Mm-hmm. I, but we have been asked to sacrifice nothing for two decades of war. And now, because Russia does play a small part and why gas prices are going up, it's not the full thing, but it is a small part. People are losing their fucking minds over it. And I get it. But also, here's, here's the part that really sticks in my crop, grinds my gears a lot. We went several years, two years almost, where a lot of people were able to work from home. A, a lot of people, not everyone, essential workers still had to go into their, their jobs. Essential workers were still at your gas stations and your uh, grocery stores and your doctor's offices and all these places. They, they were essential. They had to be there. We wouldn't have survived without them. But if you're an essential worker, typically you are working in 25 mile radius from your house, typically. Okay. Uh A lot of the people that I see complaining the most about it are working at jobs where they could do them remotely. They could, but their companies aren't giving it to them. So you're focusing all your anger on one individual, one individual, when there are a lot of villains in this set of circumstances, a lot of fucking villains, Uh, gas companies, uh, Putin. Um, the, your boss for not letting you stay home because gas has gotten so fucking expensive. Like right. there's a lot of blame to go around, but everyone wants to simplify it and, and, and blame the fucking president, which still doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Gas per gallon in Hong Kong is $10 a gallon right now. $10. I thought we were going to hit hard in California. It's $10 a gallon. All right. Gas in, in Europe, in the UK, in Ireland is more is three or four dollars more than what we pay here. So take yourself out of your little fucking bubble and read about the rest of the world besides the United States. And again, don't fucking send me emails. I'm not talking about the people who are choosing between feeding their children and paying for gas. I'm that's no, fucking totally terrible. different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about the rest of you schmucks. Mm-hmm. So something I saw on, uh, it was TikTok again, on ABC News on TikTok, when somebody asked um, one of the speakers about how, well, uh, can we start drilling? There's nothing stopping people from drilling. They have the permits. They have the access to do it. Biden is not stopping people from drilling. So it's, again, it's not Biden's fault, (laughs) for doing that. And, you know, in 50 years, if hopefully all of us are still alive in 50 years, but you're hopefully your kids are also alive in 50 years, everybody's going to say, damn, I'm glad we went to clean energy and we're happy. We tried to go start doing that. Like, I don't understand how people are blaming him for everything. Like uh, for the record, I don't want to be alive in 50 years. That seems very far from now. I don't want to be 90. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. Like what <laughs> same thing with the Republicans. And I think uh, many mentioned this in our comments, like, well, why aren't we producing more oil? We're producing more oil now than, than we have in years. Like we, we are producing 880 million barrels of oil a day, but you know what? We're only getting, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. We're only getting like four to 6% of our oil from Russia. Prices are going up because they're going up. It is the gas stations choosing to do that. Biden got on a on on on, on his um, address to the nation saying, "I am asking the gas stations to not do this to you guys. We understand they have to. It's supply and demand, 
but they don't have to. Mm-hmm. They're choosing to do that. So if there's a gas station out there that is five cents less, 10 cents less, go there because they're choosing to up to up the prices of your gas. They do not technically have to. There is not a bill out there that if something happens here, you have to write, raise the gas prices here. They are choosing to do that. They're even saying, fucking drill, mm-hmm. drill, go get more oil, go do what you have to do. And nobody is doing it. They just want to sit back and bitch and complain and point the fingers and not actually do anything to fix the problem. You know, because they don't really give a fuck. Their, I, st- I feel, their shareholders are getting paid out. They yeah, they're, they're getting paid no matter what. They don't actually care. In the same vein, if I hear one more fucking thing about the Keystone Pipeline, let's be real <laughs> clear. The Keystone Pipeline has been pumping oil since 2008. So shut the fuck up. Okay, oil has been running through it since 2008. Also, dum-dums, pipelines don't produce oil. They just transport it. So you're not going to have any oil to run through the pipeline unless you, you have, unless you're drilling for oil. Secondly, the Keystone XL pipeline, which was canceled, was just a shortcut for the oil. It wasn't the actual Keystone pipeline has been pumping oil since 2008. That was Keystone XL was stage four of a three stage pipeline plan. So it was way after the fact. Also, Biden may have stopped the drilling, but it was actually the Supreme Court that upheld it. And like all things, because they're more complicated than what fucking Fox News gives you. Also, aren't you kind of insulted that Fox News doesn't trust you with the entire truth to make up your own mind? They give you little bits and pieces of information and and tell you what to think. You should be insulted if you listen to them. (laughs) I I mean, seriously. I know you are. Seriously. That... (laughs) the company that had actually won the bid for the the Keystone XL pipeline, which was the shortcut, they probably wouldn't have even built it anyway because they would have been caught up in court hearings for the next 10 years because there were so many lands rights issues about this shortcut. Also, fuckers, even if the Keystone XL pipeline had, had started construction on time, on time, let's say Biden never interfered. Nobody ever fucking interfered. It was greenlit the whole way. There was no land issues. There was, there was nothing. Everyone was like, sounds great. Fucking awesome. It still wouldn't have been open till 2030. So how would that have helped us now? Also, that was Canada's oil. It's not the U.S.'s. It was fucking Canada's oil. And it was a different type of oil than we use for petrol or gasoline, whatever you want to call it, that was being shipped to China for an entirely different purpose. That's what the XL shortcut was going to transport. So please, for the love of God, shut the fuck up about the Keystone XL shortcut pipeline because it has no... These people, when have you ever seen anything get built in like fucking a year? a year like that that's when this whole thing halted it they would have had like maybe one or they wouldn't have had anything in the ground because the lawsuits going on around land rights like just please if you're going to go in and make these good faith arguments and i'm putting air quotes up because you're genuinely concerned about our energy dependence read a little bit just a fucking it's all public record All of it. I'm not getting this from just like random news sources. It's public record. You can look it up and read it for yourself and make up your own mind. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. 2030, even if the whole thing was greenlit and there was no opposition, 2030. Right. Ugh. It wouldn't affect us right now anyway. It wouldn't have mattered. And if you're right. so fucking concerned about being relied on, relying on other countries for oil and you don't want to see your gas prices go up, Republicans, that gives you every reason to support the Green New Deal so that we can be completely energy independent and we can be focusing on solar power and hydropower and geothermal power and all of these other entities that we could take some of the burden off of our off of our oil consumption they want it now though jax what what about they right want it now? now they don't want to sacrifice <laughs> they don't want to pay anything and they want it to right. be the way it's always been and that mm-hmm. just doesn't make sense. Nothing's the way it always has been. Grow- Honestly, don't be a dick and grow up. Grow the fuck up, okay? Just, I, I, I'm, I'm at my wit's end with these fucking people. I truly am. I truly am. I'm fucking done. I'm done. Well, I think you have every right to be. It's like talking in circles sometimes. Yeah. Like, what else do you need to learn? What else do you need to actually research it? because I'm sick of wasting my time and explaining to you what you can Google. And listen, <laughs> if you've read all these papers, like the ones that are actually available because they're public record online and not just taking your information from talking heads and you have a different of opinion, difference of opinion. Oh my God, come on here. I'm willing to learn whatever. Like if you interpreted it differently than I did, please come talk to us because I am, I'm open to different interp. I'm not a lawyer nor am I a geologist, nor am I a fucking engineer. So please, if you, if you have different insight, I I welcome you to come educate us on the topic, but don't fucking come at me with talks, Fox news talking points. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Moving on. (laughs) Fuck Fox news. Yeah. All right. Um, we got a, a, I'm on a good one today, man. I'm just feeling like hyped up. Um, good. Did you have any others or do you want to switch to the laws? I think we should just move on to the law. I, I feel like any other questions were pretty much, I think we covered everything. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Right. Um, okay. On to something. <sighs> worse in its own, better, same. I mean, it's not great. Um, so we've said on here before, and those of you that are new listeners, um, I firmly believe that, a nation's consciousness, consciousness or, um, ability to attack certain problems is like a pendulum. And for every action, there's a full and equal reaction. It's why you see like four steps of progress and then three steps backwards and four more steps of progress and three steps backwards. It's why it takes so long because you have to change the consciousness of an entire generation of people. And we have seen in the last several years, um, sweeping acceptance of the LGBTQIA plus community. And for shorthand, I'm just going to be calling them the gay community from this point forward. I'm not being insensitive. I'm just, I can't do it every time. So the, the alphabet mafia, we take all, all of the people. Um, so it, we could have all kind of anticipated with the rise of Trump that there was going to be the rise and fall of Trump um, or election and, and ousting. There was going to be backlash from the deeply red states. 
And as usual, it's taking its form on the gay community. Um, and as always, people of color, minorities, anybody that doesn't fucking look like them or sound like them or talk like them. So currently there's 150 anti-LGBT proposals running their way through different state houses. Um, a Georgia bill similar to Florida's rebill, restricting the discussion of LGBT 150? topics. 150? 150 different proposals. Jeez. Now, not all of those will pass. Some of them will come up. Some of them will die. Some of them will get kicked back. Like, so I'm not saying 150 are passing. I'm saying there's 150 on the table right now. Right. Okay. So uh, a Georgia bill similar to Florida's bill restricting discussion of LGBT topics, an Idaho bill that could punish medical professionals who provide gender affirming health care and parents who agree for their children to receive such care with the punishment being up to life in prison. A new executive order issued by Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who's like in the running for the most douchiest McDoucherson fucking governor's race with Ron DeSantis from Florida, um, is launching a child abuse investigations into parents seeking gender affirming medical treatment for trans children, which one of those is already running its way up the, the courts right now from a supportive family. Um, we'll get into it in a second. A Tennessee ban on discussion textbook or instructional materials on LGBT issues or lifestyle in public schools, which I hate the term lifestyle. Being gay is a lifestyle. Okay. Recycling is a lifestyle. Religion is a lifestyle. Fucking uh, your skincare routine is a lifestyle. All right. Being gay is not a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And Oklahoma proposal to ban some public schools libraries from keeping books about the study of sex, sexual preferences, sexual activity, sexual perversion, sex-based class classifications, sexual identity, or gender identity, or books that are of a sexual nature, nature that a reasonable parent or legal guardian would want to know of or approve of to their child being exposed to. What's determined a reasonable parent? Right, right. Like, right. <laughs> That's what they, they're, they're written so vaguely that it's written just to harm that that's it. Especially when the fucking Bible talks about rape, the fucking Bible says that if you rape a woman, you're, you should either marry her or pay for the child that is consummated in the rape or you have does to pay for father. Th does everybody realize how many babies in the Bible are murdered Ugh. and how many women are raped and actually what goes on in the Bible and not just what your preacher or your minister or whatever Absolutely at church right. tells you like actually fucking read it it is brutally it's violent yeah. and it's God doing all of this stuff supposedly like it is a brutal brutal book to actually that's read. a whole nother discussion i know so that's a, one is just here here's some of the but and i'm not i'm not gonna go i i feel like if you are paying attention still to this you're already aware of the language that surrounds these and the kind of um intri intricate parts 
of the legalese that surrounds them. So I want to talk about kind of what just pisses me off about them. Just the blatant, like, fuck you. And you know, what a fuck your, fuck you, fuck your coworkers, fuck your friends, like fuck, fuck all of you. But they're written so intentionally vague that they can be cherry picked to pick on certain families, which irritates me. Secondly, they're intentionally picked so that even if you are having these conversations with your kids in in your home, let's say they don't teach in school at all. Okay. Let's just Mm -hmm. pretend that it goes away from school, but let's say, okay, we have, there's five of us, five of us between me, Julie, and we have twin sisters and a brother. If our sister, one of our sisters were to talk to, if they had, when they have kids, whatever, blah, 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 blah. If they were to talk to them about their aunts being gay, and then that kid goes to school and is like, well, that's weird. My, my aunts have wives. Like, I don't, what, what's happening Mm -hmm. to the teacher. The teacher is not allowed to talk about different types of families. Unless they fit the like heteronormative, there's just so many long reaching implications of these teachers can't discuss if they're gay or not. They can't talk, but we're allowed to discuss every single angle of being straight in a schoolroom. Like you talk about the, they've used the word grooming that essentially they're taking normal and I'm using air quotes kids and teaching them about these things. So of course they're going to grow up to be gay. Of course they are, because now you're exposing them. Well, I got fucking news for you. Gay people still exist, and we were all raised by straight people. Mm-hmm. All of us. Most that's of what us. I don't. That's what I don't understand. And until I actually started researching it, because I know last week I was a little bit confused about it. Until you actually start researching it, why it, they're not pushing an agenda mm-hmm. on these kids? They're not only teaching gay. They're no. not only teaching. Why would you not want your kids? to learn about the world that they are going to live in because whether or not teachers are allowed to talk about it or not they're going to experience it they're going to have a gay best friend a, tra- a, a transgender co-worker something like whether they're gay or straight or bisexual or transgender wh- wh- whatever it is they turn out to be why would you not want your children to at least be aware of what is going to be in this world and who they turned out to be, guess what, fucked up parents? You don't have a fucking say so in that. If they, whether, whether, if, if, if you raise your kids in fear of, because you are scared, not them, of them being gay or transgender, you're not protecting them from that. If mm-hmm. that is who they are, that is who they are going to fucking be. Why not have them maybe know about it? make their own decisions within themselves so at an uh, age where they're, stay, where, where they're still with you to help guide them through this process and help educate them on through this process. The when they're 30 years old and you never talk to them about this stuff because it wasn't allowed in your fucking house or is against the bullshit fucking Bible or church that you go to. And now they're like, fuck you. My family hates me. Like no matter what they're going to experience this, the point of going to school is to learn and mm-hmm. to no, educate it's to your learn mind. critical thinking skills. 
Right. And, and, and expand these kids' minds to other things in the world and to prepare them for jobs, careers, other schooling, whatever. Why would you not want them to come home to you with those questions that they get from school? Mom, what, you know, they talk about this in school today. What's gay? What's, what is this? And then you are there to help them process all of this stuff, just completely banning it. It's not just going to go away. Well, here's the other like, thing. It, they're, they're touting this in, in especially Florida, because Rick DeSantis, I'll use Aaron's phrase, Rick DeSantis, that's how she <laughs> refers to him, is saying, well, it's just K through three. Like, it's just K through three. What sex education are you talking about in K through three anyway? Like the things you're banning is saying what, what you're because you're not going through sex education in third grade. You're just not. That's not a thing. We've all been through school. Right. fucking idiots. Like we've 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 all experienced the girls are going to bleed and boys are going to have wet dreams and like blah, 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 blah. So what what mm-hmm. are you actually discussing with them? You're talking about different family structures. And mm-hmm. so the whole idea of, well, I don't want my kids to be exposed to that perverse nature. What perverse nature are you talking about? Some people are raised by their aunts. Some people are raised by their grandmas. Some people are raised by their single dad. Some people have a mom and dad. Some people are being raised by two women, two men. It doesn't, it doesn't. And who are you to fucking say that Johnny down the street isn't being raised by his straight mom who happens to live with her best friend because she's run on hard times. So there's two women in the house. Like, are they not allowed to talk about that? They may not even be sleeping together, but that's his family. Like, you, you are taking, by saying you're trying to protect these children, you are taking the choice away from parents and the, the flexibility to have different, and these are lifestyles. If I'm straight and I'm raising my son alone for whatever reason, and my best friend needs a place to stay, and she's staying with me for five years. I'm not allowed to talk about that in school. My kid's not allowed to discuss that in school because it's not a man and a woman. Like you have no fucking idea. It's just, it's the same concept of abortion. Out, outright banning abortion is saying that you are not making space for all of the possible medical conditions, all the possible scenarios, all of the possible whatever's that can occur in an individual's life that would make it difficult to bring a child to fruition in their, in their uterus without taking any other complications into consideration because it makes you feel uncomfortable. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? And honestly, it's really honed in on this all comes back once again, it's really focused on trans individuals who the fuck are you to say what's best for someone's kid? You weren't there. Mm-hmm. Like Lex and I were having this conversation last night because I know I mentioned this before. My wife's a therapist. She has a trans group that she, she helps out. And I was telling her because one of the, one of the guardians is kind of like, I I'm open to calling them whatever they want or, you know, whatever I I'm I'm okay with identifying them as a male or female or whatever the situation is. I'm trying not to give too much like away or whatever, but Mm. I'm a little bit hesitant about hormone therapy because it's so final. Like I want to seek out professionals that know more than I do before we make that decision. And I told Lex that makes total sense to me. Mm -hmm. Lincoln, who has been raised in a pretty open environment, 
has always mm-hmm. screamed traditional male roles. Like totally. he likes very traditional mm-hmm. male things. And I'm not saying girls can't like that. That's not the point of this conversation. I'm saying right. we have witnessed him embrace very stereotypical male things. If, like it's a boy boy. He's very If he much had done that so, his whole life yeah. and then all of a sudden at 12 was like, I don't know, I think I I feel like I identify more as a female. I'd be like, okay, I'll call you whatever you want. Like you can wear whatever you want, but let's talk to some people who know more about it than I do. Now, totally. If starting at this age, he was wearing, wanted to wear skirts, wanted to wear dresses, wanted to, for me to identify um, him as a, a female pronoun at this point, by the time he hit 12 and was like, I think I want to be, I think I feel like I'm a girl. I'd be like, that makes sense. I saw this coming. So who the fuck right. are these state legislators to say, you don't know your kid. We're going to tell you what's right for your child. We're going to tell you how you're going to identify them. And if you don't, now they've put these parents in a situation where if they don't, they could lose custody of their kid. Their kid could go to foster care and they could go to jail. That's crazy. It's bonkers. It's fucking fucking bonkers. Yeah. It's bonkers. So I'm saying like, I, it takes away everything this country was built on. Freedom of choice. Free, it, 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 it takes away all of that. It's crazy. I feel like as a parent, now that I am one, because when I was, when I was growing up, I was kind of like, well, yeah, I mean, we kind of blindsided mom. Now that I have a kid, I'm like, how the fuck did you, why did you act so surprised when we said we were gay? Like, we're first of all, I was playing with fucking GI Joe's for the time I was like itty bitty. And listen, I'm not saying I wanted sideburns. Like the, I'm like, not saying that straight girls can't like GI Joe's <laughs> yeah. too. That's not what I'm saying. Like at all. I'm just saying like the fact that then we grew up to be gay shouldn't have it's been that shocker. big of a because right. we we made it past that like tomboy phase and mm. we were still tom and i'm not even saying that listen just don't at me you know i have good intentions like i'm not even saying that femme girls can't like those things too anyone can like anything right. they want i don't fucking care i'm just right. saying like you you don't get to come in as a state fucking representative and tell me that you know my kid better than i know my kid i can't believe this shit is actually fucking an option. I can't believe that this is actually passing. And what are you going to do? You're going to hurt parents. You're going to put them in jail because they're supportive. And you're going to put the kids in foster care. You think foster care is better for these kids? Do you know the percentage of foster kids that are sexually abused? And is that like 65% or something? It's, it's, it's well over 50%. Mm-hmm. It's like between 65 and 70%. So you're going to go put them in a foster home just because their parents are supportive and trust their child to tell them who the fuck they are. What are you talking about? And teachers, because that's smart. Let's get right. rid of the few teachers we have left that work for fucking pennies. Like and we don't put enough on them as it is. Exactly. Like how the fuck are you going to punish these people that are good people that have jobs that nobody else fucking wants parents that are actually raising their kids and taking care of them and supporting them Mm -hmm. and throw and put the parents in fucking jail talk about a waste of fucking space well not just that like the percentage of of trans youth that end up killing themselves 
because they're not supportive by their that's families it, that, is so, astronomical. So what's that gay child or transgender child when, when they realize I put my mom in jail, I put my dad in prison because of who I feel like I am. You, you're, the government is not going to be able to dictate who you love and who you're attracted to. Or what you Sorry. identify as. Right, yeah. or, 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 or who you feel like you are inside, right, or who you identify as. That fucking blows my mind that that is that this is even, it's scary. Well, here's, it, a, here's the statistics. Already, 40% of homeless youth, just 40%, I'm not taking any, except for, except for, no, 40% of homeless youth are LGBT. Okay, LGBTQIA, forty mm-hmm. percent, and that's not even taking into account the ones that are still living with their families because their families have fallen on hard times, or their parents are addicted to drugs, or any of those things that would also totally put those different. people on the streets. Right. I'm talking about right. parents that have removed that child from their house. So, growing up in an environment where you're not allowed to talk about it, or you're told you can't talk at school about it, or that you have to keep it a secret. Because if anyone at school finds out, your parents could go to jail. That's the grooming. It's the same playbook as child molesters who tell kids, if you tell anyone, I'm, I'm going to kill your family or your parents will be in trouble or whatever it is the child molesters say to put fear into these kids so that they have to leave these secret lives and be ashamed and feel gross and feel wrong mm-hmm. and feel different. Like... Mm-hmm. You were instilling already at, at age three, four, because th- listen, ages between get these zero, fucking, get these fucking people out of, get these fucking people out of office. I, again, I was watching TikTok and they have high schools and middle schools of kids walking out, protesting this shit. They're like, get these fucking kids into office ASAP. Yeah. They are open-minded. They are accepting. Generation Z is not having it. They're not having it. Doesn't it. Fucking, it doesn't fucking matter. These parents are not committing crimes. These kids are not committing crimes. You're going to fill up our fucking jails with supportive people. They're right. going to turn, they're going to take over the fucking world. As soon as you leave, everybody's going to get released. Everybody's going to get exonerated from, from anything that and expunged from anything they ever did. And you're like, stop. You are not going to control how people fucking feel. Well, on an even more basic level, uh, like, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, but on a more basic level, why do you care? What, why do you care? What part that, of you that, gives a shit totally. about it? Like there, how many, how many people are, turn are their, you gay? Are you gay? And you have internalized in, homophobia. In your, yeah, like are, is, are 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 you worried that your wife is going to get taken care of better by a female or by a transgender male or female, and you're and you're and you're feeling a little salty about it? I yeah. don't mean to keep interrupting you. It no, no, really no. You're, I mean, but that's exactly my point. Why? Why do you <laughs> care so much? Why? Why does it bother you to the point where you? And listen, I I I'm a firm believer in freedom of speech, and I understand that there are people out there who don't agree with the fact that I married a woman and don't, and fervently don't believe we should have been able to have a child. I I get that. And people are entitled to their opinions. What you're not Mm -hmm. entitled to 
what you're not entitled to is making policies that affect my life as a taxpaying citizen of this country. Mm-hmm. You, now you're ta- you're going beyond now just your rogue fucking homophobe that doesn't like it. And now you're imposing policy that could put my child in existential danger because I can't let them be who they let. Listen, if I'm going to end up in jail, it's going to be for some shit like this because I will, that is a hill I will fucking die on a thousand times. If I thought my son felt like he wanted to transition and he needed gender affirming surgery and needed to be a female, I'll fucking go to jail a thousand times. And I have a feeling you're going to encounter a lot of parents that feel that way. And you're going to have a lot of egg on your face when you're prosecuting these people who have done nothing but love and support and care for their child. Because you know what's worse than being in jail? My son killing himself. Mm-hmm. That's what's worse than being in jail. I will spend 50 years in jail if he feels like he can be whoever the fuck he wants to be. You tell you tell these fucking dumb dumb kids that they can be president, they can be astronauts, they can be engineers. Listen, let's be real. Right. Half of them are not going to be fucking engineers, but you tell them they can. <laughs> the right? But you tell them they can <laughs> because you want to see that. you you go to you you sit there and you scream and yell at 16 year old umpires for calling your, your eight year old out because you think they're going to be the next Derek Jeter, but you won't let them be who they feel like they really are. Fuck you. No, fuck you. I, I, and, and I think they're, even if things get passed, like it did in Florida, I think you're walking a very delicate line because a lot of people don't um, understand the judicial system. So if a parent was doing that, you don't only have to get a prosecutor to sign off on it and say, yes, we can charge them with this. You also have to go in front of a judge. You're talking about, and, and attorneys, and th- you're, you're talking about a line of people that prosecutor could have a gay, transgender son, daughter, that judge could be gay, trans- like you, like you, you don't know. It's you're, you're talking about a line of people that have to be willing to follow up on this uh, and actually, and actually prosecute somebody on this and not go and not look at it and go, no, fuck that, I'm not doing that. Here's what I'm worried about, though. Regardless of what the state law, you have to have probable cause. Here's what I'm worried and- about with that is right. you're setting up a system where then the courts are responsible for mitigating everything. And that jams up right. a court system that still puts kids in foster care without homes when they came from a loving home. We don't have foster right. homes to put kids, no. displaced children right now. We don't, we don't have a place to put them whose parents are in jail for legitimate reasons or illegitimate, re- whatever. So you're talking about if you are caring for your child and you get prosecuted and your child possibly gets taken from your custody, now you're expecting the courts to mitigate every fucking political decision that your state legislator has decided to make. How many kids do you talk about trauma response? What do you think it's going to do mm-hmm. for a kid who, who grew up in a loving, accepting household to suddenly be thrown into the foster care system? You are going to radicalize an entire generation of people who's going to tear you apart when they're at voting age. Like you want to, you want to talk about a reason for a civil war? Right. Right. That's that, that was my point. What are you going to do when these kids are old enough to go into office and they've got the education and the resources to just talk about brain drain, every, everything that you think you're building, just rip you apart. 
and completely destroy everything that you think you're building. Well, they're going to go the complete opposite of everything. Look at these kids just now in schools doing marches outside. I fucking love that. Yeah. You have these people showing up to these classrooms and these kids are going, get them out of here. Kids are supportive and thank God they're growing up in, it seems like a lot of them in supportive, open-minded, not everybody, supportive, open-minded households and have supportive, open-minded friends that are like, these people are fucking crazy. Get them out of here. Well, you're also going to look at long, here's here pragmatically for these state legislators. You're also not looking at it in in long-term causation, right? Because if Mm -hmm. you drive these individuals out, if you, if you force them to go live, because listen, when I was talking to Lex last night, I, I could, I can't even tell you how relieved I was that I lived in a state that I know this will never happen in. And not just to my own child, my own son, who, like I said, I will spend 50 years in fucking jail for, but that he's going to grow up around people that look different than him, that feel different than him, that uh, think different than him. He's going to grow up around all of that. So as soon as these, these individuals who come of age are able to leave, they're going to. They're, they're going to leave your ass backward bullshit laws or their parents are going to listen. If mm-hmm. I, if I felt for one second, if there wasn't even an inkling that I thought my child would be is trans and that a state was going to start telling me what I could and could not talk to them about, I would, I would be looking for a different job. These states that are passing these regulations already deal with brain drain, which is the phenomenon of when you live in a place that has very little business infrastructure and that uh, higher paying jobs are elsewhere, they're going to go Mm -hmm. elsewhere. So Mm -hmm. you're you're talking about long-term economic repercussions on, on these states that are passing these regulations. And I, I, look at, and I understand that people are, I I get what drives it on an existential level. You're scared. You don't, you don't understand it. You don't get it. It, It's change is scary. When, when you're presented with a situation that you've never encountered before, if you've never had to live through, it's intimidating because you don't know the outcome. I, I, that is this much. And I'm, I'm making a a movement with my fingers to give a millimeter I get that like knee jerk reaction of, well, I just don't want them exposed to it at all. I get that. Mm -hmm. I want to protect my son from everything too. Right. But if you think for three seconds that by living in a state uh, like one of these are that is passing those regulations and they're not going to encounter at some point people that are different from how the state has forced you to raise them or how you think is best, you are so sorely mistaken. And if right. they haven't been raised in an environment to accept and learn and, and try to embrace those challenges, they're never going to be anything. They're not. Because you're going to have to deal with gay people. You're going to have to deal in totally. With trans people, and I'm not saying deal, I'm saying deal is their minds. 
you're going to have to deal with black people and brown people and Asian people and all of these people that don't look like you in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. So if you want them to be anything better than you, you're best to start teaching them at an early age that there are a, a whole plethora of people that are not going to be like you, act like you, think like you, and how to deal with that. All you're doing is stripping them of the capability of learning resilience, learning adversity, and learning how to deal with different situations. That's all you're doing. And here's the thing, guys, you can't protect them from that. You can't, no matter what you do and how you raise them or what you try to raise them to be. Listen, our dad is a pastor. Look at, look at us. Yeah. Uh, that's another hill I'll die on religion. Listen, <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. It, 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 it doesn't only break my heart for the people that could possibly be affected by this, but what about these people that are in office? What about their families? What Listen, about Ted Cruz's have- daughter has come out as bisexual on TikTok? Right. Like, like what about like how heartbreaking for them to know that their family member does not publicly legally support them. And like you, so, so you, you, you uncle, dad, grandma, grandpa think that I should go to jail mm-hmm. or, or, or that my mom should go to jail just because they support me. Like not even support. Th- stop thinking you're entitled to your children's lives. You're not. You are raising what are soon to be adults in society. You get them for a very, you get them for a, a fraction of their amount of time. God willing, God is willing right. on this planet. Right. Like you get them for a fraction of it. And the most informative years are between the ages of zero and five. Your, your child's personality is pretty much determined by age five. You know, if they're going to be stubborn, you know, if they're going to be outgoing, you know, if they're going to be an introvert, extrovert, like, you know, all of these things about them. So you, you have them for a fraction of their life. So to think to to even be so arrogant as to think that you own the entirety of their lives is gross. And if you want a relationship with your child as they get older, any type of relationship, you're going to have to accept the fact that this is an entire person that, yeah, maybe you brought into this world, but they are entitled to their opinions, their thoughts, their feelings, their actions, the repercussions, all of it. They're entitled to it. They're entitled to it. I totally agree. And, And I think that people who support this are have no idea i don't understand how transgender works like i can comprehend the aspect but i don't understand it but i'm going to support it i understand how gay works you know and that it's not a choice it's not you know it's who the the same reason you can't even understand what it's like to be black exactly or even straight yeah (laughs) tell the truth like i i've been gay my whole life Like I, I, again, I had crushes on my babysitters when I was a kid. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's the same thing. And the fact that they think that they're going to going to be able to change people's it's like, it's like almost trying to change people's souls with criminal charges. That's you're talking about in, in, in my mind, you're talking about Holocaust shit. People cannot change who they are. I do think some people end up being gay, maybe even transgender from trauma, 
you know, I, 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 I do think that things like that severe trauma has the ability to alter somebody's brain chemistry. Sure. But again, you are not going to alter that with discipline. It's like leading by fear instead of leading by respect and understanding. It's, it's heartbreaking to me that this is the, the direction we're going in. I'm grateful that our generation behind us is so on board with progression and whoever is raising these kids i fucking applaud you and i will stand up and here's the funny thing you're you're doing a fucking great job and like keep doing it here's the funny thing i saw this tiktok the other day because it always goes back to tiktok right tiktok like (laughs) we're now seeing generation z move in like they're getting to the age now where they're moving into the workforce and we're gonna we're we we are having to rethink everything about how we approach work days and and work-life balance and all of these things because generation z grew up watching their parents slave away at work and they don't want that like that so you're seeing this alteration i'm not gonna get too deep into it because it's a whole thing but people living in the van life and so you're seeing generation z kind of embrace like their gender as a social construct like there is no such thing as, as how you feel in regards to male or female and, and, and being gay, straight, bi, pan, whatever is also a construct. Like you're, you're seeing this, this wavelength come. If you think for two seconds, you are going to be able to stop generation alpha, which is the one after it. Oh, there's you no are way. sorely fucking mistaken because yeah. you're going to grow up just like, the whole reason the millennials came in, and if you don't know what I'm referring to, go back and listen to a few episodes ago where there's this like generational progression that you kind of see the takers and then the heroes and like all the, all this progression of generations that you can trace back as far as human history goes because of, of how people think and how they're wired. So the boomers raised the millennials, which is us. Generation Z or Generation X got kind of lost like because they were kind of the ignored generation. The millennials, which is our time frame, was kind of like, well, that's not fucking fair. And I'm not going to tolerate that. I'm going to the boomer parents historically, not every case, but historically were kind of absent, didn't pay a lot of attention to what the kids were doing, yada, yada, yada. Right. Millennials made up for that by being almost hovering and caring about how the kids felt. Now you're seeing these kids come out Generation Z, which are the kids of the millennials who are like, well, yeah, I mean, why do I have to be defined by anything that you guys have definitively said is one way or the other? And then you're going to start seeing alpha come through. Who's like, fuck you. It's all bullshit. I will love and care about and behave however the fuck I want. You'll be lucky to have me working for you. Like, how are you going to support your business without the younger generation? You will, you will fail. You'll have nothing to pass down. Like you're Mm -hmm. just seeing this progression. So I see this kind of like, knee-jerk reaction of these laws and bills to kind of circle back around as being the old guard being unwilling to let go of how things used to be and trying to take that last like grab at power mm-hmm. and let me tell you something y'all if you think you're going to get a workforce that will produce for you under that set of circumstances you are sorely fucking mistaken I, I had a conversation with one of the HR um, people today at my job who was like, well, you know, this is what Generation Z referring to a certain 
subset of our, our workforce. This is what they want, but it doesn't really fit into our like, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, y'all better pay attention because that workforce Z that you're dismissing right now, that's who's going to be leading our company in 15 years when the rest of us retire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't make your changes now, you're going to lose them and they're going to go to other places and we're going to be left with subpar totally. infrastructure, essentially. And Generation mm-hmm. Alpha, my son's generation, they don't get, they're not going to give a fuck <laughs> about your norms and your standards and your whatever. And I'll tell you how I know they're, that. They're going to think it's ridiculous. I'll tell you like, how I know that because that's how I'm raising him mm-hmm. to not give a fuck. <laughs> I'm raising well, him so, to get what he wants out of life. <laughs> like, what, well, even what doesn't make sense to me is like, okay, so let's say <coughs> like Florida. Okay. So they passed this ridiculous thing. You're going to have a really, it's going to be a very select few. Like I said, as far as the judicial system goes, you have to find a police officer, a prosecuting attorney, a judge in that order to go enforce this yeah. law that you've done. I, I, I would think it would be really hard to find a, even a prosecuting attorney that thinks you have a probable cause to sign off on a warrant for a teacher or a mother or a father that is raising their fucking child and say, yes, that is enough probable cause to go prosecute them or a teacher that has no criminal background right. that is, you know, been a teacher for 10 years. willing to ruin a teacher's life? Years. Exactly. That is going to say yes. So they can pass all the fucking bills or whatever that they want. You are going to be hard pressed. And then an attorney that they hire to to not be able to fight that. Well, and then you're hardening those people too, right? Like they're, they're going to be steadfast. I've already, I've already seen it. Like we've, we're all on TikTok. Let's not pretend like we're not. It's a civil war waiting to happen. That teacher, you know, people that are gay are, I know a lot of people that are gay, transgender, pan, whatever, bisexual that are, have are spiritual. They have relationships with God. They have family that has, you know, all this stuff these people are going to go protest for them. You're talking about involving a lot of people that are never going to agree with you, you know, and that they might not understand it, but they're not necessarily going to think that you are a criminal because of it. And they are, I think the whole thing's going to be a fucking mess. I hope it, obviously, I hope it doesn't pass anywhere and I it's think already that, passed. Well, right. And, 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 and I think that that, but I hope it doesn't go anywhere with it. They can pass everything they want. I They're already prosecuting they, one family in Texas over it. No. That was supportive of their, their trans child. That is now. That is going mm-hmm. to create a civil war. You're talking about, we're just going to destroy ourselves. That is going to create a war within our own country. We're not going to have to worry about Ukraine, Russia, China. Abraham Lincoln said the only way the United States will fall is, is by the inside. So oh. listen, you don't have to take our word for it. This is a, this is a cross people are willing to die on. It's a hill people are willing to die on. Like you have, 
these fucking governors are not pragmatically they're not looking at the long game they're they're not looking at the long-term repercussions they're trying to pander to their um, evangelical christian audience that's going to keep them in office for you know the next four years or six years or whatever your state legislator says that the that a governor can be in office it's not going to work in the long run though 75 percent of the american public supports gay rights so and you know why because people were brave enough to come out and to tell their families who they were and it's really hard for a parent i can tell you right now there's nothing that my son could do that would make me not love him i may not agree with all the decisions he makes but i will never not love him and i will never not fight for him and you're gonna you're operating under the understanding of boomer parents and it's not the same our own dad is is a fucking deacon and he would never tell you that he would think we should go to jail for loving who yeah but he'd still vote for people that would put us in jail yes but But our sisters would not and neither would our brother honestly so i'm saying you, you keep going down the generations right who may not outwardly disapprove of us, but they're not going to be in power forever. And that's what they forget. Mm-hmm. You keep going down and they're, they're not going to put us in jail for something like this. You're setting up Alpha to come in and make these families millionaires because they were discriminated. I, I would hope anyways, and setting up these families. I can't believe that somebody's getting prosecuted for yeah. this in Texas. Is it actually going through? Yeah. A judge. Child abuse. A judge going to court. It's going to court soon. I don't have it in front of me, but yeah, they're being prosecuted in Texas already. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! And they're going to be a spectacle, and it's going to be an embarrassment for Texas. That that is fucking insane to me. And all you dumb dumb Californians that keep moving out of California to go to places like Idaho and Texas and Tennessee, you're in for a rude awakening. Yeah, wait wait until you end up getting pregnant and need a fucking abortion or end up getting assaulted and need something to get done and you're in a fucking bullshit ass state like that. That, I didn't mean to put that out there, but but it's the same idea. It's the same ideal. Yeah. It's the same people. It's the same people. And also the same people that they think they have their rights to not wear their fucking mask. Yep. And 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 Full to not circle. get their vaccination. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Venn diagram. And, the Venn diagram is just a circle. Yeah. Like it, it it doesn't make any sense to me. I cannot believe somebody's. Being yeah. What point does being Christian mean that you accept and love everyone and start meaning that you hate everyone that's not like you? And I'm not uh, talking about individual Christians. I mean, as like a whole. When does that concept? You guys are killing. I know your own some religion. really good Christian people, sure. but I honestly believe that they. Are I know good some good people. atheists too. From what I'm saying, I honestly believe they are just good people. <laughs> like yeah. it's not their religion that makes them good people. They are just good humans. Oh, that upsets me. I didn't know that. Um, what are you obsessed with this week? Oof. Oof. <laughs> Had a rough week. Hard life. For, yeah, for anybody that keeps up on the show, it's always a show for me. Um, good Girls is such a good show. It's about these women. Yeah, that, so good. Yes. So, and I don't know. It, it says it came out in 2021. I haven't watched it. So I'm on like episode nine. I've watched everything in like two days. 
the new episodes of Good Girls season four. I just love them. I love everything about the Good Girls. Um, I've I've been watching that like religiously. So I've also been obsessed with. Hold on, let me let me do my little NASA thing real quick. You gotta um, use space corner. So, everybody, NASA is we're doing two spacewalks this week, which is exciting. If you've ever seen the movie Gra- Gravity, that is exactly what a spacewalk is, and that's why it's such a big deal because the astronauts actually go outside of the spaceship to repair it. And it's Expedition 66. They are um, going out on the 15th and the 23rd to repair the orbiting laboratory. And it's supposed to be live on NASA.gov if you want to watch it. And it's like nail biting. They do such a great job. Like the, the astronauts are very relaxed and stuff. But again, if you've ever watched Gravity, like they're literally just hooked on with a clip and the wire connecting them and they could just float off into space. So um, yeah, there, there's two space walks this week. They are going out on the 15th and then the 23rd. So I guess in the next two weeks, but they're also going to do a um, coverage on it the day before, just to explain to everybody exactly what's going to be going on. But uh, I think that that's pretty cool. I'm going to be watching the entire spacewalk because you can actually hear their communication from them to earth. Um, I think it's pretty delayed, but you're still going to be able to watch them and see exactly what they're doing. And all, and all they're doing is going outside of the laboratory and repairing things and um, getting it souped up. But I think that that's pretty exciting just because it's such like, you know, one wrong slip of a wrong hook or something, you know, you just never know. So, um, and they have boosters on them and stuff that, that can put them back on the spaceship. But yeah, there's going to be a spacewalk on the 15th and the 23rd, which I think is fun. Also, um, if you didn't hear our previous podcast, go to nasa.gov. You can get your name put in to get your name set on their little jetpack to go to the moon. Um, they're accepting, it's totally free. You get a ticket and everything that has your name on it. And what they do is they just put your little space ticket onto the drone that's going to the moon. And, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in 300 years. You know, they could end up pulling Wait, out die from nuclear war. Yeah. Right. And your, your name can be <laughs> on this little drone that's rolling around the moon. So they have two different ones. One's rolling around the moon. The other one's going to end up rolling around Mars. But if you go to nasa.gov, it's totally free. And they even send you a, um, they'll email you a ticket that has your name and everything on it. It might be cool for kids. You know, it, it, it doesn't cost a dollar. They, NASA just does it for you and puts it in there. So um, and I think it's neat to do that. And you can, nasa.gov, go on, log on. They'll send you a ticket and you can print it off. And you can even put it in a frame. Like I'm framing both of mine and putting them, hanging them up in my room. So that's that. Um, I am obsessed with um, number one, um, Aaron and Andrea and my sister-in-law and brother-in-law are coming out next week because I'm turning 41 years old. And let me tell you something. The hardest birthday for me ever was 35 because it was the first day I was closer to 40 than I was to 30. I don't have a problem with 41 and I don't know if I'm just like 
whatever about it. Cause I know some, for some people, 41 is really hard because you're like finally cross crossing that like crux. Um, I, all the bad decisions I made really early on have kind of evened out now. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I'm like, I'm in a you're good peace with the world. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't have a lot of complaints. I mean, I, of course I worry about things like the war in Ukraine and, and <laughs> these anti LGBTQIA bills that are passing, but I, I feel this is the first birthday since I was really young that I I'm like hopeful for, um, my son's in good health, which is all you can ask for. I'm, I'm happily married. Like I, I, I don't know. I feel, I feel more hopeful this birthday than, than I normally feel going into a birthday. And I thought it was going to be kind of like, Oh, cause everyone was like, Oh, 41 was rough for me. I don't feel that at all. I don't mind getting older. I feel like I'm, I'm lucky to be getting older. Um, especially nowadays with COVID and everything going around. Well, you know, you know I, I lost one of my best friends when we were 27. Chris passed away. And I, I just, I feel lucky to, to be hitting this age and this stage of my life. I, I feel like I've made good choices for me and my family. And I, I just, I feel good. And maybe again, that's a privileged viewpoint, but I, I feel good about it. Um, also my wife bought me an Oculus, um, one of those virtual reality, uh, games for my birthday, which listen, I'm hard to shop for. I know I am. I buy everything that I want myself. I, I don't like, I don't like gifts from my friends and family. I'm old enough to buy my own stuff, but I'm not going to get away with like a gift card for my wife because obviously, I downloaded some games last night. It's fucking fantastic. If you all have the opportunity to get on an Oculus and like kind of look around, it's, it's so real and it's so, it kind of takes, I, I couldn't help thinking when I was sitting there looking at it, like, holy fuck, is this the future of like interactions and meetings and like, and I know that's what Facebook's pushing for. And I'm not, obviously I'm not promoting like whatever, but it was, right. Um, when I was doing this setup, I had a lot of virtual reality sickness. Like it felt kind of like how I feel when I get off a roller coaster, but Mm -hmm. they, the way this was set up, like the actual gaming, however they do it is set at a good distance. I didn't feel sick at all when I was done. I didn't feel, um, I wasn't dizzy. I wasn't nauseated. I wasn't any of those things. And, And listen, I'm one of those people that if I'm even in the passenger seat when someone's driving on a long trip, I feel shitty. I'm but, like that too. Yeah, yeah. but I, mm-hmm. I felt shitty when I was setting up on my name and like when I was actually setting up my system. But the actual games, I did not feel bad at all. I felt good afterwards. I didn't even have a headache. It's incredible. And I know if we li- if we go back and listen to this podcast in 30 years, because everything is up forever on the internet, <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to sound ridiculous, but it was, it's like being, I set myself up at a meditation temple in Japan and like to kind of go through my stuff. They put fucking bird tweets in your ear. They do all of the, like, it's incredible. Oh, so nice. And I downloaded because I'm being ambitious. I'm turning 41. Um, I'm no longer into like, Oh, I'm going to do kickboxing. I'm gonna do all these things. I need like 
soft exercises. If anyone, anyone who's my age knows what that means. I, I want to go walk somewhere. Well, I want to <laughs> stretch and I want to feel good about the body I'm yeah. in. Listen, I am who I am at this point. I'm not going to suddenly right. lose like fucking 60 pounds. Like I want to right. find programs, apps that help me feel comfortable in what I am right. in and they have a lot of free movement back. Yeah. I want to get my, yeah. my stretching back. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to feel comfortable in my own skin. And if I happen to lose weight in the process, that's great, but that's not why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I want, I want to learn these techniques that they tout on these apps that help me adjust to it. And listen, I, I even feel a little bit of, I did these shooting games last night and I did these punching games and I used to be an avid boxer about 10 years ago, I, I was at the boxing arena every single day. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And my shoulder blades and my triceps burned today. Like I would, like I was back in the boxing ring and, but I didn't feel like I was exercising through the whole thing. I felt like I was playing, which it was fun. It was fun. I had a really good time. And listen, anyone who's doubting it, I'm not in good shape. If you're, if you're having like any, <laughs> If I can do it, you can 100. I haven't been in good shape since I was in the military. If I can do it, you can 100% do it. And they let you do this tutorial in the beginning that you can like set your parameters at. So like I set my squats to where I didn't want to, I wasn't trying to squat to um, like gain muscle. I was doing it where I could do it quickly and feel comfortable doing it. So I set the squats to that. I set the lunges to that. I set the punches to that. So it was more of just like an actual body workout as opposed to I'm trying to fucking squat 300 pounds because I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. (laughs) So they let you set those parameters, which I thought was really helpful. And um, I'm actually, my wife's listening to me right now, but I'm actually looking forward to my kid going to bed tonight so I can get back on and, and do it because it was so much fun. Like even the small 35 minute exercise I did last night was so much fun that I want, I'm looking forward to doing it again. So I, that was cool. It was $2.99. Um, and I, I'm going to say this emphatically for those of you that can afford it. It's so much more fun than going to the gym like so much more fun. Who wants to go to the gym and expose yourself to COVID? And let me tell you something, the scenery they put you in, they dropped me last night and knew exactly where I was. I knew what mountain range I was in California. And a lot of it's going to be California based because that's where a lot of the developers are, but it's not just there. You can pick different places, but the rolling hit, maybe because I'm from here, the very specific, there's very specific rolling hills of California that if you're a native of here or have done a lot of hiking or exploring, you know what they look like. And right. I felt so much comfort of being in like a place that I recognize, not actually by sight, but by familiarity right. that, and it looks so real. I can't even tell you all how real it looks, and it's not California in July where everything's fucking brown. It's California in March where it's the Lord's rolling beautiful. green hills. And it's, you, I, I swear to God, you can almost like smell the fresh air. It is so real. And the birds chirping and the low meditation music. I, listen, I'm going to give continuous I, updates on Oculus one. because I, I've had such a good experience thus far. And like I said, I don't, count- I don't have an, uh, I don't often ask for things, 
This is phenomenal. And I, I'm very prone to virtual sickness. Get through the setup stage and you're not going to get it with the actual interaction games. I did shooting tutorials. I did, I did dancing tutorials. I did all of the things and I didn't leave feeling sick after any of them because they, they spaced them at a decent distance. I did feel sick in the beginning with entering my name and all that, that bullshit. I, I don't wonder if that would help people. Like my counselor has been telling me, cause I, you know, I work seven days a week and whatever. And I'm, my stress, stress level gets extremely high. And she's like, you need some type of you time and some type of meditation or something, but it's hard for me to step away from life, sure. <laughs> you know, you know, my job, my phone, my house, my wife sometimes, you know, and just get away from everything. And I don't wonder if for other people experiencing that, that that wouldn't be like a birds chirping in my ears. Let me tell you something. I'm not one. uh, Listen, those that that don't know me, I'm not one to fall into that. Like, Oh, like I'm not going to go to a Zen retreat somewhere in Arizona. Like that's not my jam. Yeah. But (laughs) I was, I, so I'm behind on my deadline, which I always am for writing. And I was really stuck last night. And Lex was like, just put on your Oculus and like, do something that's just for you. You're not writing for anyone. Like just do something for, you know, a half an hour that like, get your mind off of it. And I was like, okay. Right. I can't tell you how, how much peace I felt. <laughs> like, it sounds ridiculous. I can't even explain. I have to, to get people. one. It I'm is so right real. And it. you can change your background. Like I went from this retreat in Arizona to this um, dojo in, in Japan where uh-huh. you're like looking out over this veranda of je- listen, if you have the money, if you have the money, I'm not saying don't skip your mortgage payment over it. I, so, it's, it so, is the best gift I've ever gotten. Hands down. It's when fantastic. Lex got you this, is it the Oculus two advanced all one and virtual? Okay. Cause there, cause there's like a difference. If you so she got Amazon. me the one, she didn't give me the extra memory one. Cause she didn't know how like I would like it or whatever. Right. Um, so I got the Oculus two and I will say this, the battery dies pretty rapidly. I played it for about an hour and I was already at like 20%. Um, but I was doing a lot of the setup. So it was using more, uh, like power than it normally would have needed to. And here's the other cool thing. I'm sold. I just bought one. Listen, I'm like birds, birds chirping in my ear. And oh my God. And they sound <laughs> real because they do like one in your left ear, one in your right ear. They'll bounce in front of you. It, it's oh. the tutorials are fantastic. It teaches you how to like grab things and throw things and like all of this stuff. And I'm sure, listen, for those of you that have it, I'm sure there's a million ways to make it super destructive and you're killing everybody and stuff. I'm talking to you about the experience I had last night. <laughs> so, so when you are logged on, you're, you're saying, don't let it make you sick. What are you, are you, can you use your Xbox login? What, okay. What so here's what it is. Here's the other thing I like about yeah. it. I don't need a TV because my son's always on our TV. It's just mm-hmm. in your goggles and take your time adjusting your goggles to what actually fits well for you. And right. you log in through your Facebook, which whatever, um, but you don't need any, any other instruments. It's just your goggles. And you have these like controllers that you slip your hands into and you have thumb controllers and then a and B buttons on both sides. And you can, um, adjust your settings 
so that everywhere you turn, you push one button and it brings the, the um, main picture up into your foresight. I've okay. had to, I have to keep readjusting my goggles because they kind of slip down on my head when I do too many movements. So I'm going to buy the extra pack that like sticks it to your head a little bit better. But okay. when you hold the swords and you hold the guns and you hold all these things that it's teaching you how to do, um, it feels very real. It feels very real. And like I said, I'm sure in 50 years, it'll seem ridiculous because look at the people who discovered electricity back in the early, like, or late 1800s, like they were in awe of a building lighting up, but that sounds amazing. So, and bought one, I'm, I'm so sold. You don't have to be hooked to anything. Like all the sound comes straight down through your goggles. So it's not super loud for everyone else in the house, but they have taken a lot of effort like the waterfalls I was sitting in last night, they made them go around <laughs> yeah, me. Same in a waterfall. I, <laughs> it looks, it feels real. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. it, if you have the money, it's worth it. Um, again, don't miss your mortgage payment over it. But like, right. this is, I. it's going to be hard for me to go back to playing other video games. It's, a, it's incredible. Wow. It's incredible especially because you feel like you're doing something right. Like your arms are moving. Even when I was shooting, you have to lift your arm up to aim at something you're That's moving around. I struggle with, with bonding. I'm like, God, I always had jobs where I was at least like walking and opening doors and, you know, doing things and stuff. And I'm like, sometimes I feel like I'm just celibate. And a lot of people, especially now that work from home, you know, and it's like, here's the other cool thing about it. You see all those TikToks where people are like running across the room to hit or shoot something. I don't know where that comes from because you set up a guardian barrier around you where as soon as you exit the barrier, that's like your safe space that you've established, it alerts you, it vibrates. It tells you like you're, you've gone too far. Well, I'm, well, I was even looking at things where people are like, um, like, I mean, like you said, boxing and stuff and do it, which I'm, I'm, I paid I'm, for my first boxing game last night. I'm going to play it tonight. I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. Like my first paid for boxing game, not just the tutorial. That sounds amazing. Like I, I loved it. Sounds absolutely amazing. I I spent. I I bought a bundle. You convinced me so bad. I, I just bought it. I bought a bundle last (laughs) night, and one of them is the boxing game, which, like I said, I did in the tutorial. One of them's like a township game where you're like building, where you actually have to like hack things with an axe and stuff. One of them's mini golf. And then one of them is oh, called like fun. wander where you can go anywhere in the world. Cause it's a hook to Google maps and you can and actually what do you like, do? Just sit there and, and you, you can look at different emotions. things in the world. Oh my God. I'm so so it cost me it. They had a discount last night. It was 25% off. So for all four games, I spent $32 and I'll, I'll give an update. Um, probably not. Well, we're not recording next week because everyone will be here. But then the following week, I'll, I'll let people know how it goes. But listen, I'm now, a hard sell. You, I'm a hard sell. You and are. Great. And that's why I'm like, if, 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 you're, if you're telling me it's that relaxing, I need something like that every morning. Listen, just- the, they do the, I can't even tell you the meditation zone in it. I was sitting there with Thor and Chloe and I was like, holy fuck, I haven't felt this good. And. I don't even know how long. And I understand existentially that like I'm in a virtual reality simulation. I'm not, I don't right. think I'm actually there, but right. 
I felt so fucking calm. <laughs> it was incredible. So if you That's have amazing. the money, it's worth it. It was amazing. I can't Good wait job, to Lex. tonight. Good job, Lex. <laughs> yeah, she did a great job. It was unbelievable. Oh, That's it for us cold. this week, guys. Have a great weekend. Have the best weekend available to you. Um, we won't be recording next week because, again, it's my birthday. Everyone's coming out here. But stay out of trouble. Uh, you can keep sending me DMs. We'll do our best to answer them. And um, hey, the world's a shit show. So find whatever makes you happy and run with that. That's all you can if do. You like, if you like our space updates, let us know because I love them. People I love, love your space updates. I know. I love getting fans. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Fierce Fan Media.